I'm an artist that started at the bottom, now I'm here, with a few more supporters, a handful of followers, and two collectors. In this podcast, I will share the highs and lows of being a creative in a business world. My goals are to give you a realistic point of view so you can go after your own dreams. Welcome to Artistic Ambition. My name is Christina Elkins. Hello, long time no listen. If you're a long time listener with me now, you may have wondered where I went. And if not, welcome to year two, season two of Artistic Ambition. So if you're wondering where I went off to, basically, I got so busy over Christmas and it just took me a while to kind of get all caught up and refreshed. So I'm ready to start making podcast content again, and uh, hopefully it helps me continue to stay motivated. I think one of the reasons that I kind of fell off is I was spending a lot of time editing my podcast, and so moving forward, I am cutting down on my editing time, and I'm going to try to record pretty much straight through as much as possible, and so you might hear some flubs or some stalling or coughing. (laughs) And if so, don't fret. I just have decided to not spend so much of my time editing. So that's how it's going to be moving forward. So here we go. Hopefully I can uh, talk about this fluently so that you guys aren't distracted by my uh, 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 lingo. (laughs) Okay, so let's get started. Um, let's first discuss some of the big things that I did in January. First off, I signed up for an online painting class. The teacher's name was Steve Foster, and I had found him on Instagram. He was teaching a portrait painting class, and he w- lives in California, and so this was all online. So you might be wondering why someone who is already a portrait painter or already knows how to use the subject medium I suppose, like oil paint, I already know how to do that pretty much. Well, you might be wondering why I would invest in a class because it did cost me $250 and it did take me six weeks. So that's pretty much what I was doing all of January was doing this class. Well, one of the reasons I did that was because I was pretty much a self-taught oil painter. I picked it up on my own. I watched some YouTube videos. I'm pretty secure in my ability to draw a portrait. But the oil painting aspect, I feel like I had more to learn. Obviously, there's way more experienced oil painters than me. And I feel like there's no shame in furthering your skills. So if you are an artist and you want to grow in your field, but you're like, I'm already getting paid to do these things. Wouldn't it be weird if I then took classes from another artist? Well, that artist is going to have probably more experienced than you if they're offering a, you know, a class that you might be interested in. Obviously, you wouldn't want to probably take a class from a person who had the same amount of experience as you. But for sure, look into their background, see what their history is, where they come from, what they're doing. I mean, he went to some fancy art school overseas, I believe. And I obviously did not have that experience. I do have a degree in art, but it is an art education, which is a little bit different than a standard fine art degree. I didn't get to dive in too thoroughly 
to very specific mediums. So it was a great class. I really enjoyed it. Um, he was, I thought he was a really good teacher. I learned a lot of things about how to use oil paint better, I felt like, and how to experiment a bit more with color and how to use the tools a little more effectively. And so I felt like it was $250 and time well spent. And I hope that it reflects as I move forward that I pretty much have taken my base of knowledge already and expanded it. So I felt like it was a great investment and I was really pleased how it all came out. Another big thing I did in January is I decided to take an ad space out in a magazine. The magazine is specifically geared to one of the largest, richest neighborhoods in the area that I live. It has a monthly fee for me, which is a bit scary. I already am paying a rent fee. So this will be my only my second like revolving fee that I have to pay. And so I'm trying not to add too many of those as a beginner, you know, in this art journey because it really locks you in. So it's a little scary. I felt like those are the people I want to buy my original art is people who have more of a disposable income and people who live in these types of places. They make a lot of money and that's who I'm marketing to. So it's hard whenever you are advertising like that because sometimes it feels like your money is just like blowing away in the wind because you you don't get that immediate gratification from like you put it out an ad and someone buys from that ad it's more like building relationship because they're going to see the ad over and over and over again throughout the course of the year in their very specific magazine so we'll see how that goes hopefully it pays off in the end but I am locked into a fee every month for that and so we'll see how that goes and then uh, the last big thing I did uh, in January is I decided last minute to participate in a wedding show. And one of the reasons I decided to do it is it was very close to my house and I wanted to keep the setup very simple. I did not want to make it complicated. I pretty much decided two days before the event, they had an opening come open and they, you know, made a post on Facebook saying, hey, does anyone want this spot? Oh, I couldn't decide. I am hot about it. It cost me $450, which is a pretty big investment for someone like me, but I feel like, you know, I have to keep getting my name out there. And I don't know, I I felt good about doing it. The show was ran very smoothly. There were a lot of people there. And I had a ton of interest in my paintings that I had. I was actually doing a live painting at my booth. And it was a really positive experience. Like so many people signed up. I got a ton of emails. Um, I I just felt like at the moment that, okay, this is going to be good. This is going to be good. And like I said, I got a ton of emails, which was probably going to kind of be the point. It's another thing where you invest this time and this money, and then you hope that it pays off later. And so I have not actually booked a job from that. But I have to keep consistently emailing them and interacting with them. And it can be very exhausting to have to constantly market yourself. But I know how important it is. So those are just a few things I wanted to touch base on as far as big things that I did in January. And now let's get to the meat of the podcast episode 
And pretty much, I'm going to be releasing this episode in at the end of February. <laughs> I'm a little slacker. But uh, obviously, this is still at the beginning of the year. If you haven't made goals for your year or thought about what you want this year to look like, there is still time, plenty of time to kind of get your mind right, to get things going for this year. And so that's what the rest of this episode is going to be about, kind of like how I'm getting my mind right and trying to stay organized. I have kind of felt flustered this first part of the year, uh, disorganized thinking. Like I have mentioned in my last couple episodes, uh, I was diagnosed with ADHD, which made a lot of sense. <laughs> You're like, okay, things are becoming clear. And so I, I feel like that has played a role in like kind of, you know, getting on a pattern of taking some medication to kind of help me focus and stuff. And my goals have been a little bit scatterbrained, but as I'm getting ready to go over them right now and I want to keep them real easy. And so I'm going to try to implement the SMART strategy to help me keep my goals clear. And here's what that means. The S is for being specific. The M is for measurable. A, is it attainable? R, is it relevant? Meaning, does it align with the values and fuels your motivation? And T is for time. So I've always been really motivated by goal setting, and I've been pretty good at setting goals and achieving them. So I've even ran marathons and half marathons, and I've been able to create long-term goals for achieving those things and ha done the sacrifices to train and everything. So I'm, I can get focused and determined, and I tend to overlook other things I should be doing in my regular life that don't even apply to my art or my goal. And so I'm hoping, you know, getting on my medication will allow me to stay streamlined in my goals for my business and in my personal life. So here's my first goal. And let me explain a bit more. First about the project. That's the focus of my goal number one. And my project is called Inspiring Women. Basically, I'm choosing 12 women from my community that have made some type of difference in other people's lives. It could be for any reason, really. Just strong, supportive women who are doing good in Northwest Arkansas, which is where I live. And I'm going to paint a mixed media portrait of each lady each month. So this is a year-long goal or investment of my time. So this is a pretty big goal and I've got some pretty lofty ideas for it. And uh, this project I really want to complete, which is why it is on my very short list of big goals for this year. So I'm going to go down the SMART method and how these things apply. So I'll complete all 12 of the Inspiring Women paintings I have set out to do this year. These are going to be large scale portraits, and so they're going to be very time consuming. So hopefully I'll be able to do one each month. That's my goal. And I will measure it by actually having completed the paintings. And since I'm using the SMART method, I actually like to be done in December so that I have an option to do a show at the end of the year. So I'm going to have to really be focused each month on this goal. Is this attainable? 
Yes, I think so. I still have to make money and do commissions, but I have to really tap into the planning side of my brain and make sure I am planning accordingly. I believe this project is relevant to my overall art career goals, and I'd like to bridge, or I'd like it to be a bridge to form connections in my community, especially with women and other women-owned businesses. I hope to use it at the end of the year to raise money and give back to some worthy causes that would be so relevant. And I also hope to this project builds my brand and exposure in the community. So I feel like this project is going to be really good for my career as far as just my skills. I, I'm excited to see how my skills progress over the year. Also making connections. I've already done the January portrait and I already got to know the woman I painted in January and it was very inspiring. So I hope that each month progresses like that one did because I've already made some connections with her and it so far so good. So I just got to really stay focused. I usually have good focus for about six months and then I fall off. So, you know, I've already done February also. So staying focused. I got two out of the 12 months done. So I got to stay focused. Okay. My goal number two for this year, for these this second season, um, is I would like to be in two more galleries. Perhaps another local gallery, maybe Eureka Springs or something like that. But I would also be open to a gallery in a different state as well. Hopefully like a warm state would be cool. <laughs> a warm state would be cool. <laughs> I heard some advice that waiting for a gallery to invite you to join is the best method. I don't know about that. But so I'm using a few strategies to see how that goes. I'm not sure how often galleries reach out to random artists, especially new ones, and ask them to join. But we will see. I've been finding and following galleries on social media. And that's just my first little baby step to uh, getting exposure to different galleries in this area and ones I might be interested in. Is this attainable? I think so. I do think I'm going to need to create more work more often. I'm getting better. My artwork is getting better every day. I really do believe my skills are improving all the time. And so I don't know if I could go backwards with my work, but I definitely feel like creating a a collection of work that's in the same theme or the same vein and really focusing on that and having a body of work in that vein is would be really helpful for a gallery to see and see if they connect with what I'm doing. So that's kind of my thinking as far as is this attainable? Yes, but I'm going to have to put out the work for a gallery to see that I'm capable of putting out the work. And so that's how it will be attainable. And this goal is relevant because I want to reach as many people as possible. You know, having a gallery, you do have to pay them a commission. I'm not complete. I'm not opposed to that. I do think that they, if they are doing the marketing for their artists and packing and shipping that artwork, then they totally deserve the commission. Now, some galleries are more active than others. I obviously would like to partner with a gallery that is active. I I realize the importance of that. So I, you know, I don't really like getting on social media and trying to sell my artwork, but it has to be done if I'm going to be doing this. And so it would be awesome to partner with a gallery 
that has a good social media presence and that wants to just, you know, make sales of artwork. That That's the dream right there. And then I don't have to do all the packing and shipping and framing because that part is really takes away from the time that you actually get to paint. So yeah, that would be the dream. As far as time goes, I think it would be reasonable to think I could get into at least one more gallery this year, but I'm going to aim just a bit higher and hope to get into two. And I don't usually just hope for something. So I will be, you know, researching galleries and uh, following them on social media and then start to interact with them that way. And then hopefully by mid-year, I can maybe have a body of work that I can showcase a little more effectively to those galleries. And then my third goal, and this is going to, I'm only really trying to focus on three goals this year. So this is the third one. And the third one is to create consistent marketing. I'm pretty sure most artists struggle with this as we really want to be creating, but it is a vital part of growing my business. And that's one reason why I took out the ad in the neighborhood magazine. I'd like to be sending a couple emails each month at least. And posting several times a week on social media platforms, keeping my website refreshed and up to date. And one step I've taken is the targeted ad campaign in the magazine that I just talked about. But I do know consistency is key in marketing, and I really want to try to focus on that. And I have to keep reminding myself of these goals every single month. Right now, most of my business is coming from my Facebook interactions And I think I'll be able to measure how successful my efforts are there pretty easily because if it doesn't come from Facebook or a post I've directly made, then I'll know that it came organically or through an ad. So I think I'll be able to measure that pretty well. And the way I'm going to make this obtainable is by making a plan, probably even some kind of schedule where I devote a certain day to sending out emails and doing marketing tasks. That's probably the best way to be consistent. And I even now it's, you know, in February, I need to relook at these goals and refocus on being consistent and making that schedule and adhering to it. Since my goal is to create income with my art, and I do believe if anyone sees the art, then they'll, they have to know that they can buy your art. And that's marketing. So having that solid, consistent marketing plan definitely supports my goals if I'm using this smart method. And my timeline on this goal is like right now, (laughs) I got to go ahead and get on this. I, like I said, I've been a little frazzled throughout January. So I, I need to wrap up February here by creating that schedule. I was also out of town some in February. So it's time to refocus, make a schedule about emailing, about making posts, And not be so just whenever the mood strikes, but try to nail down a certain day where I'm doing things. I think that will really help me uh, stay focused on my marketing goals. And I think those three goals are all I'm going to bite off right now. I tend to go really big or go home. (laughs) So I'm trying to rein myself in a bit because those three goals, even though I only have three, they're quite encompassing. They're very big goals. So Honestly, I can think of 10 more tiny goals I have for my day-to-day life as an artist, but these are the three really big keys for this year, I believe. I don't want to get, you know, caught up in the little things about like, 
you know, keeping my studio clean. I kind of, I'll do that whenever I have classes or something. But those little things, I'm going to kind of let them go a little bit and really focus on these big three. I do have a couple long-term goals, I think. I'm doing that in air quotations. Um, I think I want to see come to fruition uh, because my mind does change and I don't want to lock into something. Um, I haven't weighed all the pros and cons of the cost yet. So I'm not going to announce those quite yet, but it does have to do with my Inspiring a Woman project. So I, I do tend to go big or go home on my ideas, but I also don't have very much money. <laughs> so I have, to, I have to remember that part, you know. And so uh, I have thoughts and I'm uh, making plans with that also. I'd love to hear some goals of my fellow artists for this year as well. Just because we're in February doesn't mean that you can't start right now making those goals. Um, I'm going to make an Instagram post and I'm going to release this episode on Monday, the 26th of February. And I'm going to make a post on Monday, the 26th of February. And maybe if you hear this and you want to look for my Instagram post about what your goals are for this year or ideas that you have, then you are welcome to send them to me and I can even, maybe I can help you or maybe, you know, I can shout you out in my next episode of what those goals are. I would love to hear those. I'm sure as the year proceeds, I will be asking more artists to be guests on this podcast. You can only hear my voice so much before you you're done listening. <laughs> so um, even if you do not reside in Northwest Arkansas, maybe we can chat. I've already made a few friends over the lands, and so it'd be cool to actually talk to you. So let's talk about the money for January. Let me get my notebook here. So I started off January with a sale of original artwork it was a set of three paintings. They were sold all together to one buyer. And that set sold for $840. I just sold them myself with someone I knew approached me about them. And I made that sell. Then I also did a little tiny painting of a poodle for $100. I One thing that's been really popular so far this year has been really crazy. I probably painted like six of them which I think most of them happened in February. But in January, I probably, uh, or I started painting in January. I had one bottle with a pet portrait on it and it was $125. And I also shipped that out, that one. Yeah. So um, I didn't make a ton of, of sales, but I did make those three. And then I also taught a class at the, on the second week of January and that was $60. So you know, not a ton of money specifically in January. Now, I did make a sale um, through the gallery, the Nighthawk Gallery in Neosh, Missouri. And I didn't, but I didn't get that check until mid-January. So it went into the January deposits, but I may have already mentioned it in my last episode. So my, it did go in into J January. So I'm going to include it in my income. And that check was for $1,704. So if you add that to my $1,125, that was my income for January. Then 
the bad part, <laughs> the expenses. I paid for that art class I was talking about for $250. I had a Lowe's expense for $32. I pay, or I do have a reoccurring Canva subscription for $15. I bought a little bit of paint online for $15. So just some little things there. I went to Office Depot for $26. I did that wedding show for $450. So that was a big one. I paid my ad spot that I was talking about for $230. That's a pretty big expense. Hopefully that pays off. We'll see. And then, of course, my rent for $500. So if you do the math, the calculations, doo, 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 my I was in the positive $1,311 in January. So... A pretty decent January. My I'll uh, be releasing my February episode pretty quickly here. And so it was okay. I was really worried after Christmas that I would just, everything would just completely die off. And while it did obviously slow down for sure, it wasn't a total lights like blackout. I did, you know, I did my class. I did a couple more commissions and I actually got a few more commissions lined up. I just that they didn't start paying me until February. So February is going to be a decent month. And January turned out okay also. Um, it definitely slowed down after Christmas. But I do believe that like the business I've ran before, there's highs and lows. And I'm still in the positive. So yay. <laughs> yay, yay, yay. Still in the positive, and that's the goal for right now. I realize I'm not going to be, you know, just have easy street here. Most people, it takes them like five years to build their art career. So if you're in the same boat as me, don't get discouraged after the Christmas rush. This is a ebb and flow business. Most, you know, most individually owned business they are this way. Like business I've owned before, it was exactly the same way. So I'm kind of used to the roller coaster ride, but it is, it is scary. It is nerve wracking. It's not for everyone. It's not for the faint of heart, but I would say, you know, just keep going, keep putting yourself out there, set those goals, share those goals, you know, announce those goals and keep yourself accountable to those goals. Don't I would say definitely you could set a big grand goal, but also set reasonable goals that you know that you can achieve so that, to help you keep moving forward. And that's pretty much what I'm trying to do and what I'm going to have to keep reminding myself. And which is another reason why I need to keep on with my podcast. While I may have disappeared a bit on the podcast side of my life, I've definitely been creating art. I feel like I've really had a huge desire to be painting and creating. And that's what I've been doing all through January. And I'm just, I am excited. I'm excited to be focused as I move forward. I don't want to be all scatterbrained. I tend to have a million ideas and I, you know, it's like a shiny thing over there and then a shiny thing over there. So I don't have like a cohesive body of work. And I really feel like that is the key to take me to the next level is to have something cohesive. So if you're struggling along those lines too, I would say try to rein it in a bit. If you're an idea gal or guy like me, bring it in a notch and 
you know, try to focus in on what what the subject matter is that you want to explore and kind of go from there and, and plan it out. I, I even got my little notebook and I made like little very bad drawings of each of the little canvas sizes that I would need for each of my little drawing ideas. So I'm trying to be very specific in my the uh, the collection that I'm trying to create here. So yeah, um, thank you for listening to this episode, and I hope to turn around and be able to release February's episode real quick. Here we're wrapping up February. Also, I'm almost done with my inspiring woman portrait and I already am talking about the March one. So yeah, stay tuned for exciting things to come. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Artistic Ambition. This is Christina Elkins with Case Artworks. And if you would like to check out my artwork and see if all of this is in vain or if I'm going to have any chance of being successful, go out there, check out my artwork on Instagram, Facebook, Everywhere, I'm at Case Artworks, and my website is www.caseartworks.com. Please feel free to email me at caseartworks at gmail.com with any inspirational art information that you might have, or if you'd like to be a guest on my show, that would be awesome as well. Thank you for listening and following along on this journey as I build my business from the ground up. Thank you.